welcome disc golfers to the Hitting the Line podcast, season three edition. Um, and we're coming off uh, the off season. It's been a long off season, but I'm always joined here by my brother and wonderful co-host Nas Dog. Nas, how you doing, bro? What's up, Jed? It has been a long off season indeed, but it's late February. We're going to be in Henderson, Nevada, and we're ready for the Las Vegas Challenge. Yes, all of that is true. Uh, but before we get into that, how about we jump into what's been going on in our lives, both personal and disc golf related. I'm sure. just going to throw it over to you. What about How's it been going for you? Well, uh, where are we sitting right now? We're sitting in your nursery. Is that what you want to call it? Yeah, I guess it's not my nursery, but yeah, we're in... Uh, my daughter's nursery. I did have a baby back in October, so that was pretty uh, life-changing news. Congrats, congrats. Shout out. Yeah, shout out my baby. Um, and you just came off of your first summer doing what? Yes, I just came off of a season of wildland firefighting. It's my, my first year um, with the Forest Service, and I'll be with a, a new crew this year. And uh, we're going to try making it work through the season. Uh, I'll bring the equipment. And actually, when they showed me around the barracks, we have internet. That was a problem last year. Nice. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, hopefully we can keep the podcast going through the season um, and we'll see what comes of it. Yeah, we kind of had an abrupt drop off at the end of last season with kind of both of our lives getting crazy. Uh, me with a pregnant wife and kind of preparing for that type of stuff. You with your new job. Uh, but yeah, we're hoping to keep this season going. Uh, I mean, last last year we made so much money off of prize picks, we didn't have to continue the rest of the season. So. That is true. If you did follow us last season, it came to a point where we were at Emporia and prize picks totally underestimated what the weather and wind can do in disc golf. And we were live tweeting it. If you were following along, you could have won. Uh, we were winning thousands of dollars um, and it was a good time. So although we had to retire the season early, uh, our passion for the game never stops and we still enjoy a little bit of daily fantasy disc golf. Yeah. So we're going to get into that soon. Um, let's see. So that's kind of our personal, what about our disc golf lives? Anything new? With you, I've had a steady rating climb despite the fact that I don't practice a lot. Um, a lot of it is mental practice, I guess, but yeah, um, my last five rounds have been pretty good. I've been inching really close to hitting that first thousand rated round, one or two strokes off here and there. Um, so yeah, yeah, I also shot my first close to thousand rated round, I think it was a 997. Yeah, you're uh, one stroke off about a month ago. But my rating has been declining. Uh, I just keep following up these pretty decent rounds uh, and even a great round with just some absolute pooper rounds. So I'm hoping to just put two rounds together for the rest of the year and just be consistent. Um, I did pick up a, a sponsor this past year. Yeah, uh, shout out. For, and for you all who have been listening before, it'll be no one new to you. Uh, I am part of Team Dark Ace. Uh, so you guys know them as a sponsor back from Season 2. They were the first people to ever believe in our radio or believe in our I almost said radio show that's old school uh believe in our vision and sponsor us and um yeah so shout out george and the crew at dark ace disc golf uh play disc golf listen to metal and and we'll hit you guys with those those links and referral codes for that in a little bit um well first of all just in case we do have some new listeners let's kind of fill them in on what it is it that we do here sure so we use the disc golf betting lines that we find over at prize picks as a platform to talk about disc golf in general we prefer to talk about disc golf uh, but again we we are a niche within a niche so we do like to focus on that towards the end yeah so if you never checked out prize picks before uh, go over to prizepicks.com 
Um, if you use our referral code, code HTL, they're going to give you a deposit bonus up to $100. And you can bet and uh, make plays on all sp- sort of sports from the Super Bowl to s- soccer to I thought those three different uh, golf's up on League the website of legends, today. Le- League of Legends, sports of all kinds, basketball, yeah. Euro basketball, XFL. I'm sure uh, racing, car car racing, yeah. all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, go on over to Prize Picks and check out their disc golf when they have them up there. And we're going to be trying to record a podcast every time they make lines available to us, which isn't every time, but for most of the DGPT events, they do put up lines. And so how it works is you will get on there, take a look at the scores that they predict for different players, and you will choose at least one player over, at least one player under, and you can uh, make a bet for as much as you want to make. So Yeah. yeah. And so we typically save that for the end uh, just to keep you around for a little bit. Off-season moves, Nas, was there any bold surprises for you? Just just skimming super quick uh, through the off-season, anything that, that you like, that you didn't like? points of note yeah i mean i think there were a lot of great moves and we're not the type of show to sit here and talk about every one of those um but i think the one that jumps out of course is simon uh really huge move for mvp um huge change for simon i mean if you've been following disc golf for any amount of time you've pretty much known simon as a disc mania player so to see him throwing all new things is fun uh, makes it really fun to watch, and it gives us a lot of uh, things to look forward to for the rest of the season. And just with Simon coming off the incredible season he had last last year, I think it's just going to be really exciting. Uh, who are you excited to see maybe throw some new plastic? Simon, no doubt, uh, considering that last year when he strung together those wins were his first wins in literally forever. Like 10 years or something? Yeah. Um, so outside of Simon, I'm not like super – um into like you know is this lone star guy gonna be great or maybe we can jump right into lone star i think you might know a little bit more of their discs and brand better than i do but they are a new up-and-coming company that we have not seen anything from yet yeah lone star discs coming out of texas obviously signed a bunch of pros signed a bunch of ams and they're getting their discs in people's hands which i think is really cool uh, so they've already made a huge name for themselves in this past year. You know, I think the year before we had Clash come on the scene, mm-hmm. uh, and now Nico went from Clash to uh, Lone Star. Um, so I'll be really—I'm always excited to see Nico play. So I'll, I'll be stoked to see what he does with his new discs. Uh, Cole Re- Cole Redallin. Oh yeah, that? DGA. Yeah, I'm excited to see him throw no discs that I throw. I'm a big DGA guy, so to watch him rip on some hurricanes, some tsunamis. Uh, well, some quakes, well, going back to answer the question you asked me, maybe that'll be my answer. I am definitely excited to see Cole Rodolin throw DGA, up-and-coming name. I seen on Twitter a couple of days ago they were talking about the next best player, and I didn't even see his name mentioned. Um, so watching this guy throw a hypercane straight to fade is going to be something to see, and I hope to see a lot of good stuff from Cole Rodolin. Maybe um, almost a similar Gannon Burr type year would be awesome. Maybe not quite average top five finish, but it'd be cool to see him peaking in those top 15s top 10s often yeah i think austin turner who also signed with dga in the off off season is uh, an exciting name to watch um but really man it doesn't matter who's throwing what plastic we get to see elite level disc golf starting tomorrow from when you're listening to this uh, starting on thursday so we're super stoked and excited let's get this disc golf season going um, one of the biggest notes we have from this off season just occurred recently of course is all the drama with gannon burr uh, I think if you want to follow that a little bit closely or closer, you can go to Reddit, go to YouTube. There's videos about it. Uh, but what did you make? What's your overall like 30 seconds feelings on the Gannon thing? 
yeah, overall quick opinion since everybody's got one. To me, it seems like um, Prodigy maybe could have done more damage to their name than uh, than Ganon will be worth by being stuck with them for a year. And I don't see that many negatives coming Ganon's way. I think maybe worst case scenario, Ganon has to put his head down, put a Prodigy hat on, and throw blank discs and post every once in a while on Instagram about Prodigy saying thank you. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be... I mean, this is just a no-win for Prodigy. That's kind of been the main uh, thought people have had, and I agree 100%. No, nothing good can come from them suing Ganon Burr. Um, yes, people should follow their contracts and whatnot, and that's a whole nother talk, but uh, it's not looking good for Prodigy. I can't imagine people are going to be stoked to go out and buy their products after this. So. Yeah, and, and, and I don't imagine any company is going to hold this over Ganon's head and not sign him to a massive deal just because he wanted out of... Uh, a bummy contract with some bummy plastic. I think it's pretty understandable that the next best player in the world uh, wants to get paid, and I don't think any manufacturer is going to slight him because of that. Yeah, you can't deny paying this kid. He's going to bring home a fat bag soon. Um, all right, so we talked a little bit about people moving. We're stoked on Simon. Mentioned the Gannon thing. Uh, we can get into uh, our sponsors and our handles and how people can find us on the socials. Uh, of course, like I said before, we are sponsored by Prize Picks first and foremost. Uh, PrizePicks.com. When you sign up and make your first deposit on Prize Picks, if you use promo code HTL for hitting the line, they will match your deposit up to $100 right away. Uh, at least that's how it was when I did it. It's no like you have to play a certain amount of tickets before you get the money that matches you. They just give it to you, and you can use that right away. So sign up using HTL. Um, and you can find us. We're mostly active. I mean, we both have our uh, in, uh, Instagrams and things, but we're mostly on Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at H.T. Nasser, N-A-S-S-E-R. Uh, we are at underscore hitting the line on Twitter. And Jed, what's your Twitter handle? You can find me on Twitter at JDisc4407, as well as TikTok. All right. So we have got our handles out there. Go out and follow us. Give the show a follow. Let us know you're listening. Did you give us a referral code for Dark Ace? Uh, yeah. If you would like uh, 15% off of your Dark Ace order, uh, you can use the promo code REHAN2023. That's R-I-H-A-N-2023 and get yourself 15% off the dopest hats, the dopest dry fits, the dopest hoodies, the dopest stamps on discs over at Dark Ace. Their website. Uh, Dar <laughs> Dark, Dark Ace, Ace Disc Carol. Okay. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and check them out. Throw your boy some love. Cool. And with all of that being said, let's get into it. This week, starting Thursday, we are kicking things off on the Disc Golf Pro Tour in Las Vegas. Technically, it's Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. So if you're into that type of thing when it comes to weather, I'm, it's actually still only like 20 minutes away. So I'm sure the weather is going to be probably extremely similar. But the weather is going to be a big deal for our prize picks bets this week. Weather, as we learned last year, can be the biggest factor when it comes to you making or not making money. We're also hoping that prize picks throughout the week possibly puts up whole scoring prop bets. They were doing that last year. I imagine they'll do the same this year. So the conditions. We're definitely looking at rain and wind all weekend. Nas, do you have a more narrow um, scope on the weather maybe hour by hour. I know we're doing a lot of tee-offs around 10-ish a.m. I think that's when picks have to be locked, right? Okay. And I, I know 
to me, I think the most important thing before you go firing all your bets in tonight is maybe saving some of that for the morning so we can get a, a more accurate, narrow perspective on what the weather's going to look like. You should be um, logged on to Disc Golf uh, Pro Tour. You should have the, the ladies on early in the morning. You should be seeing right before tee off what the cameras are showing you on the course, what Nate Perkins or whoever is on the field is telling you uh, what the conditions are like. That's going to be a big deal. Is 15 miles per hour a big deal when it comes to pro tour level players? Is 25 miles per hour a big deal? Um, definitely, definitely be logged in early and f- so you can fire away uh, those last second bets. Yeah, and I think uh, they actually changed this after our Emporia ro- uh, robbery that, that we had is that you used to be able to put in your uh, bets up to a certain, like right before they teed off. And then because what we were doing that day was looking at the early you disc players and you disking like, wow, everyone's taking bogeys on hole one. They've got the over under at two and a half. We're taking the over. And then for every card that was coming, we could just pick over, over, over. So they've recently uh, prize price picks has changed this to where you have to have all one lock time. All of your tickets have got to be locked in before the first tee off. So you cannot do that. So you can thank us for that, unfortunately. We'll, we'll see how that looks in the morning. We're, we're assuming they're, they're going to keep us nerfed, but uh, who knows? Yeah, and just the, the weather right now, I mean, it's going to be consistent 15 miles per hour all day until like 6 with gusts around 25 and kind of topping out around 25. But Thursday doesn't look like a high chance of precipitation, only a high of 50. It's going to start off a little bit chilly out there in the morning. Uh, so maybe players playing earlier rounds uh, might be a little cooler. And then it'll warm up a little bit throughout the day as it starts to get windier. So uh, wind, I think, is definitely going to be a factor. How much of a factor is remains to be seen. So we'll have to keep, just just like how you said, you kind of have to play that day by day and not make any rash decisions uh, the night before. So um, you want to talk about the courses a little bit? Yeah, so there are three courses uh, for the Las Vegas Challenge. However, only two are being played by the MPO. That is going to be the Millennium on Thursday and Saturday. And then the Factory Store is going to be played um, Friday and Sunday by the MPO. There is a third course, the Infinite Course, that will be played by, I believe, the FPO on day one. Uh, The MPO will not touch um, the Infinite Course. That's right. The Millennium Course is a par 60, and it is last year's Factory Store. Yeah. Um, with some slight exceptions or slight changes to a few holes to make it more difficult. You'll notice that in all the courses that are going to be played at Vegas this week, that there are a handful of holes that are going to be, that were changed a little bit to be made more difficult. And you can find all three of those course previews on YouTube right now. If you just search 2023 Las Vegas challenge, uh, course previews, you will be able to see all of the flowers, and I implore you to do so if you are going to be betting this weekend. You are going to want to see about you, you want to do that gauging for yourself. How much more difficult will this play? How many more strokes will this add? I will say there were a lot of holes uh, on all three of the courses, really, um, that just have bunkers all around the baskets or directly roll away in front, potentials, directly behind, lots of roll away potential. So high variance course, high variance course for being such kind of what people would usually consider a boring ball golf course. Like when you ask people what courses and tournaments hype them up for the season, if LVC was not the first one to really kick things off, people would not be hyped for it. People think the courses are kind of boring. They're just ball golf courses, but I'm telling you, 
these bunkers, these hills, it's going to make for some interesting scores. So, um, just and, like just, and, like, just like you said, we got to keep an eye out. For and, that. and that's going to play right into your prize pick selections. It's it's not always going to be the best guy who shoots the best. Paul Macbeth is going to have some rollaways. He is going to land in some bunkers. There are a lot of OBs surrounding the baskets. So when we get into how we determine how we're making our prize picks bets, just keep all those kinds of things in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that too in a little bit. Do we want to go over uh, who are your who are your top dogs for this tournament? So, just in terms of who do you think is going to win? Let's not yeah. talk prizes. So I, I wasn't sure how I – how I wanted to pick a winner for Vegas. It's always tough at any tournament to say this person's going to win on any given weekend. Uh, we'll go both into MPO and FPO. One person that I want to place in the top, and I'm framing it that I want to place in the top three this weekend is Ella Hansen. She's got the arm for it. I think if she can battle the conditions, uh, there's no Paige, no Kristen Tatar, it would be nice seeing Ella Hansen getting her first win, if not a top three. Ella, okay. Well, if you're gonna go Ella, um, I'm gonna say I'm pretty stoked. Ooh, uh, I think this is definitely the type of course that uh, Own can do really well at. She is our highest rated FPO competitor this Shout out. this weekend. She did great at All Stars. Uh, I think with her great putting, she's accurate. She's gonna, I think, score well on these courses compared to the field. Um, so I think. I think Ona's going to take number one. Cool. And then I'll just throw in a third FPO. Let's just go, I think, Val Manduhano. Uh, or is, is she playing? Is she is she she sprained her ankle. It was weeks ago. You know I don't think she is. I don't see her name. Her sister was at the All-Star event. Yeah, I think she stepped in for her, right? Hmm, I don't know. Well, then... Uh, Alexis, yeah, no. Val is not in there. Alexis is. So, um, so maybe I'm looking forward to watching Alexis play. Uh, I watched her banging a bunch of putts at the all-star event. She last year, she had a lot of those rounds where she would be one of the top three to five scores and then fade off. If she can put together a few of those, uh, people forget that, you know, there's a second Manduhano sister sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so maybe like, those are some names that are maybe on the rise we're looking out for, um, I think, uh, Evelina Salonen, uh, our third highest rated competitor, at this tournament, uh, she did not look good at All Star Weekend. I mean, she was fluffing putts from I, like I heard that six seven feet. Yep. Her and Henna both uh, have some serious yips going on, um, and I don't I don't trust them putting into that wind at all. So I don't think there were any FPO names on Prize Picks, but Evelina, I am not looking. Uh, is not things are not looking up for her or Henna right now. So I would I would also be super stoked to see Holland uh, Hanley come out Definitely. and play play well. She's been working on her form a lot in the off season. I think she's going to do big things this year. And as always, I want to see Haley King throw a disc. She's just so smooth with it that I want to watch her play. So top 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 seven, top five finish, no doubt. Give me cat merch, <laughs> gun All to right. my head. Hopefully we got cat in there. Yeah, we got some an awesome field this this week. So yeah, even with no page and no Kristen, with no page, no Kristen, and, no problem. And then and then I mean, we we brushed over it. We didn't even mention it. Uh, Katrina Allen changed up her form a little bit this year. That was nice to see, and uh, we'll see how that plays out for her. Yeah, she's got a look, looks like a nice strong new brace that she her, really her pull can, through seems much faster. She can she gets her whole body around yeah. now instead of kind of stopping when she's yeah. parallel like she kind of has been, which was like kind of her classic form. Yeah, so that'll be really cool to see uh, how she does the rest of this year. So always stoked to see people throwing DGA do well. So um, 
let's head over to the MPO. Who are maybe two or three names that you're really looking forward to uh, or that you want, as you said, to do well? Honestly, I, I kind of want to see what Albert Tam's got in the got in the tank. He's a name that we always have known that he could pop off at any time, but we haven't seen any big wins. He has a Silver Series win, but uh, let, let's see that that distance competition arm get put to use here at, at at Vegas with these types of courses. I would like to see Albert Tam finish in the top ten. That would be cool. That's Tom. <laughs> My name is Tom. Uh, Albert Tom. Hmm. I'm curious with all the Gannon Bird drama how that's going to affect his play. If he's going to be thinking about it, if he's carrying a limited amount of discs, because like supposedly at the All Star thing he was playing with five discs. Uh. I don't think he'll do that in Vegas, but curious to see how he plays with kind of all of that in the background. Uh, I'll be really, really excited to watch Eagle uh, again. He's already played in a tournament this year that was on coverage. Smoke um, the field. And he smoked the field. He kept it close for three rounds, but in the final round, you just can't keep a guy like him below 1040. He shot, I think, back-to-back 1060 rounds. Uh, and Eagles just seems like when he plays, man, he's just he brings it to that next level no matter who is there. So he'll be really excited to go out here and see how he does in Vegas. So I'm I, loving Eagle. I don't know how many times and how many years I have to say it, but can Kevin Jones win something, please? <laughs> I know you are the Kevin Jones truther. I, I've been on Kevin Jones's, you know what, for the past four years since he was throwing the jokery. Yeah, <laughs> and he hasn't, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't kind of came through for him. to what we want to see from him yet. And apparently, and neither for Prodigy either is, you know, if they lose Gannon, he's quote unquote the last top tier player they player. have. <laughs> Uh, and of course, like I said before, I'd, I'd be really excited to see Nico play. Uh, I, I like seeing him do well, so it'd be great to see Nico do well. All right, uh, gun to your head, who's winning MPO? Eagle. Me too. I think so too. I think it's Eagle. I think it's Calvin is going to be there in the end. Uh, just those guys that have not just huge arms, but guys that can really control it. Like who else? Do Eagle, you throw? Calvin, Gannon slash Drew or something. Yeah, or like I mean. You don't want Calvin throwing Firebirds and Eagles in the wind because I think that sounds oh, awesome, yeah. and he's going to be able to keep those things low and controlled. Uh, so Calvin, I think, is going to be right there well, as well. One quick thing to just to mention is we don't have um, Ricky for this tournament as he's going to be missing because of his wrist. I'm curious how I'm, – I'm not saying he's faking it, but he has such a great excuse now with the inflammation stuff that if he ever just doesn't want to play a tournament, oh, sorry, guys, I'm inflamed – can't go and like what are people gonna say to him besides why didn't you take any antibiotics you know what for the (laughs) all-star thing i think he was afraid of paul and that was what i thought i was like oh he's just backing out he doesn't want to look look bad uh but now that he's dropping out of lvc i gotta think it's a serious problem it's not something that's just you know like a small flare-up i think if it was something that was small that he could handle now i think Ricky would. so you're saying there's zero chance that he's seen the weather and was like screw this i don't even give a shit he's he he finished uh at uh ddo in that crazy weather, uh, I know. I just think whatever this flare-up is, I think it's limes related. I'm not 100% sure. Has to um, be. But I know that that could be something that happens. So hoping that he uh, takes care of himself and he is back soon. But, uh, yeah, we will not see Ricky in the MPO field. D- definitely can appreciate him uh, being smart enough to take time off anyway. Yeah, it's better to play it safe at the beginning of the year than do something that could harm him. I mean, we watched Eagle miss like a whole season because he was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm not risking yeah. it. I got. I got years and years and mills and mills to make. So. And then he went to the European Open and beat Paul in a shootout. So, Eagle can do it any day of the week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
So that brings us to the to the board. Take us to the board. Yeah, the so board. Prize Picks does have their disc golf lines up. Uh, I'm going to run right through them real quick. Par on Thursday is 60. Uh, and remember, I think this was par 61 last year. And uh, the course has been made harder, uh, not just in its pars lower, but the course is actually harder. Uh, again, they moved some baskets near bunkers, uh, even changed a hole or two. So I think this was the course last year. We said this one was which course last year? In- it Infinite. was Factory Store. Factory Store. So last year, just to give you an idea of the hot rounds, Tristan Tanner and Scott Withers and Gannon or were both at 50, so that was an 11 down last year. Gannon Burr, Ricky Wysocki uh, at 51, Garrett Gerthy at, fif- at 51, so that was a 10 down. And that was in pretty optimal conditions, yeah. if I recall. And a lot of the good scores were at about an 8 down. Yeah, 7, 8 down were good, 9, 10s, and 11s were Shredding. elite. Um, so kind of looking at that, let's go over what our predicted scores that we have up now. Uh, Paul Macbeth and Eagle are your lowest scores at 54. Just to kind of maybe put that into perspective of what they shot last year during those rounds. Um, Oops, I just messed that up. Uh, Ricky shot a 51. Eagle shot a a 51. Calvin and Dickerson both shot 57s. So, I mean, a 51 in great conditions versus the conditions we're going to have tomorrow. And we know that players historically on this show, uh, players don't do as well the first day. Yeah, almost like they're playing it safe or not exactly going for it. Yeah. Things Feeling the course out still. Yeah. Whatever that is. Maybe it's nerves, first round nerves. But it's something that we've noticed for sure that if, if a course is played twice at a tournament, the second round scores are almost always a stroke or two lower. Maybe not on average, but those top scores are for sure. Um, So we're looking at Paul right now with the 54 with Eagle. uh, Gannon at 54 and a half. Calvin at 55. uh, Matteo, Kyle Klein, and Anthony Barella at 55 and a half. Um, Simon at 55. Nate Sexton and Joel Freeman at 56. Uh, Drew Gibson at 55. James Conrad at 56 and a half. Corey Ellis, 57. Isaac Robinson, 57 and a half. Ezra Aderhold, 56. Kevin Jones, 56 and a half. And then Brody and Garrett Gerthy at 56 and a half. So um, they're not given much here. I mean, everyone's within two and a half, three strokes of each other. They they aren't given much. And I think that's going to actually play directly into my strategy for how I'm going to be picking them. If you have so many different players around the same score there's got to be some that stand out to you and for me that just means picking the guys that uh, I believe the least in and choosing the over given the conditions that we're going to be having is there any lines specifically that stand out to you at all definitely uh the two that jump out at me right away is Nate Sexton and Isaac Robinson they've got Nate Sexton at a 56 and Isaac at a 57 and a half and I don't know about you but currently I think that Isaac Robinson is uh, better than Nate Nate Sexton. I think Nate Sexton's rating is higher, so they have his score to be lower. I still believe that's kind of how they determine the scores as they go whoever's the highest rated and they kind of just go down the list. Because uh, Sexton is still very highly rated, I think at like 1033. But we um, didn't see much of him last year. And we didn't see much of him, but when we did, he played well. So this is a course that he believes he can play well in. Uh, but Isaac Robinson is the highest 
uh, total strokes on the board, and I believe one of the you know more up and coming players may be poised to have a really good year. So that fifty seven and a half stands out to me. Yeah. So uh, so I mean, Sexton. if you yeah if if you wake up Thursday and you see winds are only fifteen miles per hour, it's not raining super hard, and people seem to be shooting okay, then definitely Isaac Robinson under all day. I can agree with that. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of an interesting one to me. Uh, and then kind of when you look at Brody Smith and Garrett Gerthy, both at 56 and a half, uh, I think you got to ask yourself, like, who do you like more in Vegas? Uh, if you think that Garrett's maybe giving you some value there, like he's has, of course, the arm and the distance to have circle one and circle two looks on a lot. Garrett's of these, easily these a guy holes. that could shoot 10 down out here. No yeah, doubt. he could shoot a 10 down. Uh, Brody Smith, we know, has not been playing a lot of disc golf recently, but he has lost like 25 or 30 pounds. He's in shape. He's feeling good. There were times last year where he was a great uh, under for multiple weeks just because he was kind of undervalued and he could go out there and shoot a really great round and then go out there and shoot a really mediocre round. And so, yeah. And and I think what we're kind of trying to say here by like dancing around, you know, guys being right next to each other, this and that is the information's all out there for you. you. It's up for you to interpret that data, that information. You can look up last year's scores. You can look up hole by hole what those players scored on those holes. You can look at the course layout from last year. You can look at the course layout from this year. You can determine those hole changes. What players might that affect more or less? Uh, all of that information's there, and the weather conditions are there. And so use all of that information. Uh, when you're making your picks. Yeah, and and for those reasons exactly, I think we're going to probably move away a little bit from uh, telling you guys who you should pick and kind of just giving you guys... The context of the slate. The context of the slate, the weather, and let you guys... Because you have, all, just like Jed said, all the, all the tools are out, out there to look and make your own bets and be smart about it. Uh, we, we can kind of tell you what, what things that we think stand out. Uh, maybe two players side by side kind of show you you know how do these two do these two players compare? Which should you like in a certain situation? But at the end situation? of the day, Anthony Brella could shoot a three over and a ten under. Yeah. <laughs> so that so who are we to tell you who's going to shoot under on Thursday? Right. Um, but with that with that being said, did you have any things that jumped out at you as far as this first slate of the year? Um, I think we mostly discussed them as far as first slate of the year goes. Um, I'm expecting to have some hole-by-hole prop bets added within the next couple days. If not, for sure, next tournament, they were rolling with that last year. I also expect some FPO to be uh, added soon. They were rolling with that last year. I was also informed last year that they're going to look to add Silver Series, so we'll see how that turns out. But as far as um, tomorrow's board, I think we hit most of it. I'm going to start leaning on most of the overs. However, uh, I'm not going to go berserk tonight i I am gonna wait till thursday morning to really uh do some final calibrations and see what i like yeah and i think these lines are going to change too they typically do within a day or two if uh one player is seeing a lot of action they'll you know maybe bump eagles line down a half a stroke or something so early is good if there's certain numbers you really really like um but yeah i'm with you kind of kind of play it slow up i make some entries on wednesday night but yeah looking at these initial ones it's pretty tight uh they are definitely i think getting better at making their lines are getting a little sharper over there at prize prize picks so that's that's interesting to see for sure um but yeah i think i think we're gonna be off to a good one i'm looking forward to the rest of this year already i can't wait to see what storylines start to kind of develop uh you know there's always seems to be like a young guy or two that pops off that maybe we didn't think would 
There always seems to be, even on the opposite end of that, maybe someone falling off a little bit who mm-hmm. we didn't think would. Uh, you know, so this is these are all the things that the disc golf season have in store for us. More and more players, and it just gets more and more competitive. All so, right, Jed. Well, yeah, I think we're getting towards the end here of uh, first show of season three. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Please make sure to check out our socials at underscore hitting the line on Twitter at HT Nasser on Twitter and Jed at JDisc4407. Find us, follow. If you're listening to this right now, share it with some friends, subscribe, leave a rating, all those things. Thank you all so much. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.